Welcome to Whispering Loudly, the award-winning workshop whisperer podcast as featured by Apple with Rachel Evans, the number one automotive business coach in the aftermarket. Thanks to Titanium sponsor, Mechanic Desk and Gold sponsor, Podium. Whispering Loudly is the workshop whisperer podcast. Today is a JFDI episode and I remember there was discussion when these episodes first came in about if we were going to say the word or beep the word. Mm-hmm. Is there any beeps in the audio imaging? I don't think it is. It's just a JFTI. Yeah, it's just a JFTI. We, yeah. we try and be well behaved. Can I say it and we can beep it? Sure. Just f***ing do it. <laughs> <laughs> Check it, it feels good to swear. Sometimes. Do your children ever swear because they're growing into adulthood? If they do, they do a good job of not saying it around me, which is pleasing. Oh, I reckon you'd be a very strong mother. <laughs> Want to find out how the Workshop Whisperer team can put your auto repair shop on the path to business success? Head to www.workshopwhisperer.com slash whisperingloudly to claim your free workshop success session with the team. JFDI with the Workshop Whisperer, Rachel Evans, a coaching masterclass for the brave. JFDI with the Workshop Whisperer, Rachel Evans. Today we're talking about how you should get your head out of the effing sand and stop avoiding your problems. Oh my goodness, this could go for so many aspects of people's lives. What are some of the common scenarios in which someone would put their head in the sand, Rachel Evans, in regards to an auto repair shop? Generally two areas. One is money, the other is team. Okay. I can see how they could both be painful to work through and that's why people do it. Yes. So they will just put it to the side or think it's going to resolve itself. And, of course, we know if you've got money issues and it's a lack of financial literacy that's stopping you from understanding and taking action, then you can't ignore it forever because you will run out of money if it continues. So that's one big area where people put their head in the sand. And uh, to help counter that, we actually created uh, a little mini program. It's a five-day challenge to help you find $50,000 inside your business that you were either not charging out or you had lost, it had fallen through the leaky buckets in your business. (laughs) That's fascinating. And on the first day, we give everyone a turbocharged mini course on financial literacy. Okay. Help people to understand the different sections of the profit and loss and the balance sheet. Help them to understand how if something's not working right at the top of the profit and loss, you haven't got a hope of having a great net profit at the bottom of your profit and loss. How the net profit on the P&L has to pay your debts, but your debts aren't listed on the profit and loss. They're listed on the balance sheet. So all oh, of these- This is so confusing. And this is why people turn away from it because yes. they're afraid of it. Because, well, because they're great mechanics. but yeah, yeah, but they feel like they're not business people. They don't understand. So if they just close their eyes, it'll all go away. Or potentially the worst one is, oh, the accountant will handle it. The accountant will not handle it. You're in charge of your money. The accountant can only deal with what you've done, not with what you are going to do. Okay. So the accountant works historically in the past. If you've got a really good one, they'll say, hey, pull your head in. If you don't change this and this, you're not going to have the money to pay this or okay. we're going to go out of business in six months if you, if you don't change your ways. 
they'll give you the support to understand the financial reports. But if you've got one of those accountants that's just doing your tax, then they're not going to give you that advice at all. So it's about being patient with yourself and giving yourself a break and understanding that you can just learn little bits at a time, improve your understanding over time, and you need to be the questioner. So when you get a few basic fundamentals of understanding with your financial reports, just ask a different question of the report each time you look at it. So looking at the top section of the P&L where gross profit is determined. So, you know, that's our all of our revenue minus all of the costs of doing the work gives us our gross profit. And, you know, comparing, say, sales for this time this month compared to last month, where are we at? Oh, we're down. Why is that? And then go on a little hunt to see what's going on. If you leave it too many months or even years in between the interpretations of your financial reports, well, you can't change the result that you've got. But if we sit down, I recommend weekly, we call it Finance Friday in the engine room. If you sit down and analyze your reports, you can stop something from happening or continuing to happen quite quickly. But if you just continue ignoring it and thinking your accountant's going to sort it out, well, you might outrun it for 18 months, two years, but then it'll all come crashing down and you'll find that you are a whole month or two months behind with being able to pay your parts bills. And then it's a real scramble to get back in front. Yeah, loans and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. And then with your team, so most people don't like conflict. You know, it's only the really crazy it's only the really crazy people that enjoy it. You're out there going, Oh my goodness, actually (laughs) enjoy it. It leads to not dealing with conflict inside your team leads to laissez faire leadership. And that means You are abdicating your leadership and just hoping that the team will sort it out amongst them. And that's not going to work for the majority of your team. It's going to work for your toxic team members who don't want you looking over their shoulder anyway and who want to run the joint according to the way they like things. Yeah. But for your people that like structure and many of your team members will like structure, it's not going to work. I'm something like that in a company, I think. Not to know your role. and Yes, and and what's on for the the day? And how long is this job expected to take and all of those things? And what values are we working to here? What's, you know, what are the do's and don'ts That's more normal for someone to be like that, right? Yeah. Or not, yeah. Yeah. If you don't step up and lead the team, then you've just got chaos, really, and that's not a productive workplace and it's certainly not an efficient workplace. So you've got to put your big boy or your big girl pants on. You've got to lead and you've got to create gaps or voids for other people to step into leadership. You, It's your job to grow leaders as the business owner. It's no one else's job, it's yours. Yeah, so then when you go away, you feel secure and pass it right. on to someone else who can make decisive decisions mm. when you're not there. And that's why many auto repair shop owners don't feel they have the opportunity to get away because they have retained control for too long and they've not created opportunities for other people to step up and lead autonomously. That was a big JFDI. Yeah. I hope you're okay after that. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening to Whispering Loudly, the award-winning workshop whisperer podcast, as featured by Apple with Rachel Evans, the number one automotive business coach in the aftermarket. Thanks to titanium sponsor, Mechanic Desk, and gold sponsor, Podium. 
Want to find out how the Workshop Whisperer team can put your auto repair shop on the path to business success? Head to www.workshopwhisperer.com slash whisperingloudly to claim your free workshop success session with the team.